This is Roman and Rhodes Seize the Day. I am the Noble Roman. And I'm the only Rhodes. This week, we're diving into a local legend of a cursed woman, a haunted bridge, and a scary ass. We're talking the donkey lady. Join in on the conversation. But first, the treacherous tale of the donkey lady. If you've been around the San Antonio area, you may have heard of the donkey lady. Yes, the name sounds funny, and this is supposed to be a scary story. But when you hear these tales, you will certainly reconsider simply laughing off a donkey's braying. It's unclear if this is a physical monster or a banshee of another color. What is consistent throughout all stories is that if you should find yourself around a certain bridge and somehow make the wrong noise or stay too long, you will hear the bone-chilling braying cut the night air. And if you are even more unlucky, you will see the unnatural twisted form that is and could only be described as half donkey, half woman, the donkey lady. One tale speaks of a woman mistaken for a kidnapper living far out in the woods near a river. She, her husband, and children lived in peace. Some children had gone missing in the local town. The men came searching, asking to go into her house. They said they'd seen her with children before. She insisted that she knew nothing of what was happening. The men, angry, set her house on fire. Using the beloved family donkey, they doused it in highly flammable liquids and materials, wrapped it up, slapped it on its rear, and sent it running into the house. It burned alive. The woman ran out, her face melted to her shoulder, twisted, distorted form, screaming unnatural. The closest thing he could find to it was the donkey sound, as if somehow they'd already merged. She ran towards the river and Some say that the men, for years and years after, until their very death, heard the unnatural braying, screaming whenever they were left alone, frayed and vulnerable. Was this only guilt or something more? Another tale speaks of a donkey getting, a child being bitten by a donkey. The child's father and friends pushed the donkey into a river, and the donkey's owner of a lonesome widow throws rocks at the men, who then push her in the river as well. Somehow their souls fuse, and she begins to haunt the area, just generally being a dick. So those are the summaries of roughly every tale for origin-wise of the donkey lady. Now there's many tales afterwards speaking of um, instances where they saw the donkey lady. There was a, yeah. something in, uh, what is it? Uh, 1920s, ni- or 1990s, I think it was. Some people went to the bridge that we'd gone to around uh, the area that she's known to be in. They were going to like just sort of check it out. It's a local haunted hotel. And they um, went out into the woods, and then they heard some noise. They rushed back, and then she like they see a, something smash on their hood, and there's blood everywhere. It's just It could have been a dog. It could have been a deer that was really mutated and gross it's a possibility but yes. uh just really scary incidents and things like that and of course there's always the you're just out in the woods near that area what's on your mind you hear a scary sound and there it goes now tell me roman yes what does thou think 
Well, it's very interesting to me because I w- had always heard about the Legend of Donkey Lady around here, but I didn't know the specifics until we started looking into it. Uh, you know, what you said there's a couple of vari- variations on the story. Uh, and well, it crossed my mind. It's very reminiscent of La Llorona, that uh, tell that Mexican folklore tale. Reminiscent? What do you mean? About a woman who's uh, who's gone through some trauma and she's back to haunt people who have no... Who that describes most mythology. It, it does. Yes, it does. That uh, describes most theology. Yes, yeah, it's also very true. We're uh, bad to women <laughs> on this planet. We always have been. Oh, God. That's not a laughing matter. Uh, you but, monster. But it was funny because I'd always heard the Donkey Lady and Donkey Lady Bridge, and I didn't know exactly the details. Uh, like I said, until we started looking into this. And I remember last year on our YouTube channel, we tried to do a video, and we went out there in the middle of the night. Uh... And we found the bridge. So if you want to go visit, if anybody listening wants to go visit the bridge, the bridge is out there, and now it's a park. It's a That's beautiful park. That's the funny park. thing about it, is it's part of a park. National park system, and it's super well-maintained and really, really nice. I highly recommend it. Yes, and there's a walking trail. I went in the day months ago with my daughter when we're looking around. There's beautiful trees. There were people fishing off the bridge and off yeah. a little fishing spot into the creek there. And I think maybe... Part of the uh, uh, part of the thing that makes it very frightening or makes it you know very scary or adds to the ambiance of the whole story is that it's kind of a secluded area. Yeah. It's a kind of secluded spot within an area that has been filled out. You know, it's, it's right off of 1604. You didn't really think about this, but it is sort of weird to think that it's uh, around that area. There's yeah. a ton of stuff. It's not that far from San Antonio proper. But once you get into the park itself, where it looks like a real small park, if they have it, it's like it's almost a gateway into it's the ex- woods. Exactly. It's the and best it way to say it. Yeah, yeah, it goes from modern world to only, you know, plants and animals. There was like a giant eel or snake in the creek. It wasn't even a full creek. It was like a crick. It was so majestical. Besides the – okay, so gateway, we, gateway we, went once, we went once last year to film the video uh, that we didn't get to put out for our YouTube channel. We went uh, a week or so ago to shoot the promo for this podcast. Have you been any other times? I don't really go places, so no. Like, in spirit. That's like the best uh, excuse ever. I don't really go places. Yeah, I don't really go places. I, I ain't against it. You seem to know happen. so many people and know so many restaurants and, and locations within San Antonio. It's surprising for you to hear you say, I don't go in many places. Because when I do, I make it count. I guess it's you all know? about the... Uh, Quality, not the quantity, right? Exactly. People who live in there all day, and they couldn't tell you, like, oh, I don't know this road, I don't know this thing. It's because they never explored it. I mean, there's, uh, I've lived in my town for, geez, my whole life, and there's plenty of places I don't know because I never look around there. That's very true. And people are always expecting me to know it, and it's like, I know it by reputation, if nothing else, not because people keep bringing it up. Still don't care. You know how long it took me to realize the road on this way was called Lucky Road? You I, never knew that? I heard you guys talking about it all the time. It's like, I guess it's somewhere around here. I didn't well, look since, for a I guess sign. since I lived out here, I knew that since I was uh, a wee babe. Um, but let's get back to the Donkey Lady Bridge. So the funny thing, so uh, so it's in an, a park that's, like, an, like I say, it's a secluded spot. But actually, I was, funny enough, after we left the first time that we went, I was surprised to see how close it was to the Toyota plant where I worked for a few months. Oh. Like it's very close. Um, so I'm wondering what's going to happen once the area around it gets more and more filled out with. Wh- I'm, I'm assuming it will get more filled out with businesses, 
with more residential areas. Uh, I'm wondering how the story and the lore is going to keep up if it's still going to be, you know, one of these haunted spots to go to. Yeah, I could see. You know what? It might help it out more because, like, more people in the area, more people talking about, like, that's the bridge where Probably. it happened, you know? Hopefully, that'd be kind of cool. Keep the lore alive, as it yeah. were. Yeah. So, okay, so it's off of Applewhite Road, the bridge. If you go 1604 uh, east, north, mm. I don't know what direction You're on it is. the road. You, you get off this jet road, and it's Applewhite Road. It's out in the middle of nowhere. You can Google it, and you can find the directions. The funny thing is, is the the road that you're on, which is either Applewhite or Jet, yeah. it, it goes, and then it takes a curve. Yeah. And then right off that curve is the parking lot, which only has like two spots. Yes. To park. Not an exaggeration for a huge park. Well, that's what I'm thinking. I think there's another parking lot, but we have sense, to find it. We never found it. It doesn't make sense because it's actually a portal to another realm. It, it feels like a portal to another realm because yeah. the actual bridge is off of the road. And I don't know where the bridge is leading to. The thing is, too, uh, at first we were talking about do you think the bridge is, used to be a road? He was like, no, but. There's a part of the bridge that keeps going into the woods, and I decided to follow it. You didn't follow it, so I went around. It like was getting dark, and I was afraid. It was super creepy. One of us was going to get out of there. But it was what is it? There's like a felled tree in front of it. Whenever I cleared it, it was pavement on the other side that had been left to like uh, trail like or no, road like. Road like. It was okay. gravel, gravel even. So, because that's one thing I went looking into the history of it. I never found like where it led to. So I know like in the legend. I'm assuming back in the day, because the legend of the donkey lady and this whole story dates back supposedly to the 1800s. Mm -hmm. So I could assume back in the 1800s, in that area, outside of San Antonio, or within San Antonio, I don't, know, I don't even know if it's exactly in the city limits. I'm assuming it might Everything's be. Everything's in the city limits, yeah. apparently. I hate it when people say, oh yeah, that's the San, we're in the San Antonio area. It's just shut up. We get it. It's a giant morphous blob that fits your lack of an ability to fucking describe where you're at. Yeah. Uh, so I assume that that trail is probably like a main trail where you go on your horse and buggy. Was it a buggy or a carriage or whatever the heck We know it, it was a donkey, that's for sure. So I assume back in the day, that was like a major path trailway. But yeah. since uh, – that's why I'm surprised that it's not it – because it could easily – there could be a road that cuts through that bridge, over that bridge, and to the other side to get to the other highway that's on the other side. But there isn't. The road curves around, so I'm wondering, like, maybe because it was a park, like, who the city owned it and decided not to. Maybe the park was like they needed more room because the bridge isn't too. It's like you can fit one car through there comfortably, but maybe not two. My question is, does the bridge actually need to be there? My answer is, does anything need to be anywhere? Probably not. Did it need to be? I feel like th I kind of got the impression that bridge was more for like flooding type stuff. That's and a possibility, yeah, because the creek's right there. Yeah, it goes over an actual creek. It doesn't need to be a major artery for them to have put a bridge on it either. It could have just been that that was the easiest way for someone to get to town, and they decided it's useful enough that we need to have it there. You know, it'll be make it easier to cross goods and stuff. Like, to It might have not been necessarily one commonly traveled by people, but maybe more by, like, people trying to sell things from one spot to another. Yeah. You know, like, it could have. I'm sure there's plenty of spots around there where you could have just walked around or taken your horse. But if you needed to carry, like, Maybe not your buggy, but your whole uh, caravan or what have you, you know? You want, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, all this uh, info info is out there on the Internet or like somewhere, some kind of 
Don't some, have, they have some kind of pamphlet that the San Antonio Parks it's not in the and Rec have or something, you and we're like totally missing it. You got to go into the back of the library and open up like the historical records and find like you know an this old book that people signed on, and then letter needs to fall out. This isn't it, plop all right? Or yeah, because this Stephen is King because it's interesting and well thought out. I wouldn't right. disagree. <laughs> Big King fan, but I wouldn't disagree. Amen. He's prolific. You know, sometimes if you can't find quality, you do quantity. And he just celebrated a birthday. So happy birthday, Mr. King. Glad you're still around with us. Okay, so you the only two times you've been out there in the bridge was at night, basically. To my recollection. Okay. When I went during the day, I did find it eerily creepy, but calm and beautiful. Like, it is a beautiful place. Uh, How did you feel? Did you get any creeps, any weird vibes, any nerves? That was beautiful all the time. The first time we were creeped out, it was because there was people acting weird in the parking lot. Um, After that, it was just beautiful. There were so many people in that little spot that we were in. The only part that I got creeped out in, I was sort of tripping up my mind a little bit, and I saw like a haze out in the woods. We were taking kind of this weird little curvy small trail part. Yeah, there's like weird little trails going everywhere. I saw like a shadow light kind of thing looking like at me and it looked like the shape of like a veiled woman. And when I was, remember I was reacting to it. I was like, what is that? See, that's the thing. I didn't know if you were pretending for the promo of it or if you were genuine. But you freaked me out. It's a thin ride line between with me. But when I looked at it closer, what it turned out to be was like a small type of uh, fern or bush tree kind of thing and it just had very shiny leaves that was catching the light. And by the way it was shaped, it had like one small little palm or whatever shape at the top, two slightly bigger ones on the side, so it looked like, you know, a woman. You know, the same way you see like, you know, the Virgin Mary everywhere. Mm-hmm. Just a veiled woman taking this to be like a common thing that you see. It is just like it turned out to be is nothing. It, do you think it's just a thing that, you know, we see faces everywhere yeah. or like that sense of uh protection or exactly. whatever that we gain from an- ancestors and it's worthless anymore? I, no? I did find it interesting. I don't think here's the thing. I think I think we need to get back to that. I think we need to find back to our, that whole connect, that feeling connected. Whether the thing behind it is it, it developed in us for a reason. I think we need to get back in touch with that. You know, saying like I have a special guardian that's going to protect me and tell me to do good things. Well, nowadays with the, the state of the world, I think that wouldn't be a bad, right? Bad way to think. In case you're unaware of the state of the world, it sucks, but it's also great. Somehow, it's <laughs> the best time to live and the worst time. Every generation has said that, haven't, hasn't they? Uh, ha- haven't they? Yeah. About the time they live in, it sucks, They've but it's great. Yeah, exactly. They're always right. Couldn't be better, but it's yeah. Couldn't could be a lot worse. Everybody couldn't be any worse. It knows. And then, of course, there's the thing. That's what the people roughly our age will say. The old people will say, "Oh, it was so much better when I was younger." The little kids will say, "Oh, it'll be so much better in the future." And it's just the way it is. Probably. Definitely. Definitely. Beyond certainty, even. Better than science, even. You couldn't prove it harder that it's better than it is now. I'd say. Talking about proof. Yeah. So, uh, the legend of Donkey Lady, getting back on the topic. What else is there to talk about it? Well, see, here's the, so the legend is that this woman somehow, through dire circumstances, became a Donkey Lady. And haunts the place. Uh, you touched upon it, but online there have been several people who said that they've gone out to the bridge, mm-hmm. shut off their lights, or they say that you have to honk your horn in order to get our attention. Ooh. And this donkey lady jumps out, jumps out from under the bridge, starts attacking the car. And th- I've, I've read several accounts, of course, you don't believe everything you, you read on the internet. Several accounts, stories of people saying that they encountered this donkey lady and that it left 
that they were able to see her, see her ugly face, half donkey, half woman, and that Man. she left hoof marks upon the hood of the car, you know, messed up the car. Now, you brought up the fact that it could have been a wild deer. Uh, could have been a person. Do you think there are people out there? Or deform- there used to be, maybe. Who had some horrible deformities, and she was just, like, tired of people making mean noises at her. So, do you believe that there actually was? I'm not uh, saying one? that I believe that. I'm like saying that, that that's a, a high possibility. Ever since I found out that there used to be a guy who was, like, psychotic, lived in his abandoned psychiatric hospital, dressed up as a clown, quote-unquote, haunted a railroad, a d- an abandoned railroad bridge, and would, like, kidnap kids and murder them, and that's actually real that's like yeah that's that there could be other stuff that happened that was a true story there was this story about there being a a clown a killer clown that would chase you with the knife if you walk down this um uh abandoned rail bridge or something and then one day like a kid went disappeared and they found uh, that guy yeah exactly like i explained abandoned hospital mental patients left there the guy decided i'm gonna dress up like a clown and kill people who get too close to my house well you know i just re- i just heard a story on, y- on some youtube channel it's about scary. about a guy who when he was a kid he had got burned up in an accident left him blind left him disfigured and as he grew up he would take walks down these trails and eventually as society progressed they made this giant road near where he lived so he would walk on the side of the road yep and people would see him and he would hide in the bushes because he was afraid of like scaring people because of his disfigurement or he just wasn't that much you know he, he, he wouldn't get too involved with people unless he knew them already so he was a nice guy he was harmless but People who would pass by and see him like run into the woods to hide, they became it became like this whole legend. So there was like a real guy, and then there was a yeah. legend based on him. So Ooh. I could definitely see something like that happen, yeah. you know, in this place. I, I definitely think. Bridge. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of um, we got like overlapping things, coincidence basically, mm. that just sort of like you know maybe a lady who was deformed or somebody deformed said, "Hey, I'm gonna live here because there's a scary story and people will leave me alone," and you know, hey. It's a it's a waterway, lots of chemicals and nasty things work down there, and there's a problem with deer inbreeding anyway. I've heard, and boom, crazy deer, chemicals and people, paranoia, mass hysteria, all combined to one. Oh my God, this is a donkey lady. These are hoof prints in here. Really, what's a hoof even look like? Well, you can get well, a hoof giant, imprint from say a cow or a yeah. horse. Yeah. Oh, you wouldn't have gotten it from a deer. They're, they're undulates. They have three toes, don't they? Yeah, uh, I thought it was two. Uh, they have two toes. They got they toes. toes. Yeah, it'd be cloved. You know what? Yeah, you know what they saw. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. I, they saw <laughs> cloved and like those are hooves. People because just they're yeah. uneducated. Uh, yeah, well, not uneducated. They or eat farm smart. Well, uneducated they farm smart. Farm. There were city people. They yeah, didn't know anything about farm. There you go. Boom. They were, they were we solved the mystery. We did. We solved the mis- mystery. I uh, did at least. You weren't helping much. <laughs> no, 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 you did. You did. I, I grabbed you your called hand people. And I walked you, you up the called path. People uneducated. Which is enough in my book. Tell other people they're dumber than me. I appreciate it. There's some subjects that I, I would consider myself uneducated and ignorant in. And that's not a bad thing. That's not necessarily a negative thing, yeah. right? Today I found out that there was somebody I knew who apparently wanted to be a linguist. I didn't make the cunning joke. Uh, she said she was talking about, she for a while she was studying Swahili and Navajo and like picking the language apart. And I wanted to say like, how dare you, ma'am? How dare you? You have no right. But it was like, my the other part of my brain was like, eh, that ain't helping no one. What did I drip from? <laughs> did I drip? Was that drool or, or no? It's because you're eating ice. My beard? It's I the ice that you're eating collected in your uh, <gasps> your Science. bushy. Uh, See if we didn't goatee. if we didn't analyze things critically, 
We would just assume everything was supernatural. So here's the thing we used to do. Okay, if you hear the donkey lady, if you hear the story of a woman who's half donkey, half woman, half lady, who's haunting a bridge, that sounds ridiculous. La Llorona sounds ridiculous. Half of these stories of like El Cucuy and all these other scary stories that we tell kids to scare them into going to bed early at night and being good kids, they're ridiculous to an absurd level, right? Well, they are, but it comes back to the whole you can but turn everything into everything is ridiculous in our society. But like, uh, what I'm trying to get at is maybe like, why do we believe it? Like, we were out there, out in the Bridge. There were the thing that surprised me that other people there when we got oh, there. Okay, now I get your point. Out. Now, now I see what you're saying. And I was like, we're here uh, to have fun, to look at it. There's no such thing as a donkey lady. Yet I was still, there was something tingling in the back of my neck. Yeah. And there's been something, something tingling in the back of my neck all day, knowing that we were going to record this podcast, See, expecting this one. the donkey lady to so, jump out of the shadows and kill me. Here's my thought. And I do have a thought on it. That oh, there's a primal part of your brain that accepts everything as truth. Isn't that the whole thing about like hypnotism that... Whenever your brain's told something, it says it makes a snap de decision if it's true or, fat or false, and it says that's just what it is. And then the higher parts of your brain give it critical analysis. Makes sense, yes. Well, as our lives have become so routine, you've kind of left that primal part behind. But whenever Ooh. you introduce the supernatural to it, it begins to tingle. It says there's something special here and weird. And it just is a part of your brain that doesn't get a no lot of stimulation. So it sort of overstimulates, and it's just really the novelty. It basically, it's activating the novelty effect in your brain. It's something mm. new that it hasn't experienced or as it used to experience, and it just sort of makes you more appealing. It's the same reason why all this uh, – you're talking about how crazy the donkey lady is, or how, what was the term you used? Absurd. Absurd. Yeah. Why are roller coasters fun? <laughs> Cause it's absurd. Yeah. Because it's, it's basically like contained, uh, not torture, not something word. I'm horror. It's contained, fear. yeah, contained fear. Contained you know horror. you're safe, but the moment you feel that fear, the same reason we watch scary movies. That this is the reason why. That that's what I that's think, a, at yeah. least. Now, yeah. you know what? Okay, so I've been watching separate other podcasts. I'm gonna give it a quick plug. Go ahead. Last road, uh, last podcast on the left. I've told you about it a few times. Yes, I still have yet to start listening to it. No problem. Well, they did. They're doing a. I think it's going to be four or five parts now on Mormonism. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing is they're Tell talking about, about how th these are people who have, you know, semi-modern educations. A lot of people are real smart. <sighs> Why was it able to take off? The same reason a lot of cults take off, the reason Scientology was able to take Joseph. off in modern time, the same reason every religion has taken off kind of ever. It's different and life's freaking boring unless you're getting attacked by lions. And Joseph Smith caught the right followers. I so do. I thought you were talking to him. Yeah, well, somebody pointed out that it wasn't just the right followers. Is that he was very much aware of the time, and he knew it would sell. Well, and apparently, he was really into changing things based on what was happening. Like he, like they, they did. They were technically a lot of the people who joined early uh, Latter Day Saints, as they prefer to be called, um, were abolitionists. They thought slavery should be ended because it was bad and anti-Christian. And this was just before the Civil War, where people would beat you to death for believing that. That I don't have words for that kind of evil. But, like, you, say, you think people should be free? Time for murdering and worse. The worst was rape and torture, if you were wondering. I, I know. It's pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, I can like, imagine. The tar and feathering wasn't just for the bullshitting. It's for also being, like, well, perceived as abolitionists. Now, here's the thing. Whenever one of his uh, followers had put out a letter saying they were abolitionists, that... He said, no, 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 we're actually not. We don't care, blah, blah, just to like backtrack. He was aware. He knew how to twist the story the same way a lot of people in cults and anybody who's telling a good story will say, yes, 
what you've said counteracting what I said is true, but also this. You know the same way when you're telling a story and like a kid comes up with like, well, how does Santa come down the chimney if we don't have one? It's like he makes one magically or he'll come in through the window. You just as, change it on the fly. As an avid film viewer, cinephile, as, if you will, every time I go see a movie, and even like when I tell my daughter, because my daughter loves to watch movies that are like fantasy or, you know, have something, you know, maybe uh, some action violence or stuff. And I tell her it's not real. I tell her, it's not real. But even with that mindset, when I go into any movie, I'm believing, I try to believe every second of it. It makes it more enjoyable, it makes it, does it, it makes not? That's what makes the story worth telling right. or worth listening to. Then you you know, you know p- fall upon those other stories that they're not worth listening to because they're not worth investing your time in. I just bought yep. a copy of yep. Frankenstein to reread. Yep. And I started reading the first chapters, and I'm completely into it. It's like... I've read this story again. Mm-hmm. I know that it's completely fake, and I know it's you know mm-hmm. science has evolved to a you know it didn't even Frankenstein didn't even really explain the science of how Doctor Frankenstein brought the monster alive. Yeah. But I'm involved right. because it's such a good story, worth believing. Think how many books came out at that time. There are probably like ten or so, and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All right, I know that um, Bible. Frankenstein. Wasn't it about four? Tra- oh, yeah. These are the only books that existed at the time. Um, the Book of Mormon. The, what is it? Is it, it actually is called the Book of Mormon. Yeah, it's but, called um, the Book of I forget about that. Um, no. Um, the book that inspired Dracula, I think it was called like The Kiss of the Vampire or something mm-hmm. like that, was written at the same time by a person. It was like the butler who was at one of the parties that uh, Mary Shelley was at. Some other such. But um, my point is... Tons of stories were written at that time, but if it ain't good, it not ain't all last. last. And you know why? Yeah. Because the people stick to it. They're like, this is the only way it could be. Frankenstein, because it added that touch of modernity at the time, was able to change a lot. Think about how much we change vampires, werewolves, you know, um, zombies. Zombies You're have able to change them a lot. so much. Even within a show that's about zombies all the time, they had to do different things with them eventually. That have radioactive zombies, even on the realistic zombie show. Talking to you, Walking Dead. Fear of the Walking Dead. So why why have stories like the Donkey Lady or like the Kukui or La Yorana? now? Why I know I know some now our generation, generation after us and stuff, they're probably sharing these stories with a bit of kind of tongue in cheek, like, oh, remember when we used to be afraid of this? I or that people used to be afraid of this? But we're still sharing the stories. Yeah. I feel like they've always been that way, that the kids were the ones that took them more serious. The the teenagers were the ones that saw them skeptically. And the adults, for the most part, were the ones like, remember whenever this scared us? You know, it's just it's the, more yeah. the fun out of it. Exactly, more the fun. I mean, think about anybody who's ever, they used it to scare those kids. It's like yeah. the origin of the Kukui is the same as the origin of the Boogeyman, for the most part. I'm sure you can find a historical thing, but it's really, you don't tell the kid the story of it. The Boogeyman and the Kukui is just the thing that comes after you whenever you're being bad. So the parent doesn't have to say, look, I'm going to hit you. I'm going to hit you if you don't stop doing the behavior I dislike. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, no. You didn't finish your food. You know what the Kukui likes eating? Kids who are skinny. Fat Mexicans. That's how you ended up with us. Thanks, moms. Abuelitas. Muchas gracias a las abuelitas que nos dijeron estas historias de Kukui. How do you say donkey lady in Spanish? Los donkey lady. <laughs> That's the extent of his Spanish. Hey, man. You know what's the funny thing? I always hear what's it in funny? English. Donkey, donkey lady? Yes, it. But I swear I always think of her as like a Spanish 
from Mexico. Ooh, but that's the story, right? Wasn't it she was a Mexican so. family? I believe so. Oh. Here's the thing. I don't Do think, think that's ever come up. I think that's just our cultural coloring of it. Well, he especially yeah, especially here in South Texas. I mean, okay. Do you think that if they South were Texas or North Mexico, <gasps> North Central America, North Central I America, made perfectly put. There, quick side note. Go ahead. Um, there's this lady I work with. Uh, she's from Mexico, and uh-huh. she's always like, you know, real proud Mexican. Always talking about like Mexico did this first. Mexico's got this better. You know, all of this used to belong to Mexico. Mexico. And on accident, you know, how sometimes I tend to be pedantic whenever I'm annoyed. Yes. I didn't even realize I was doing it, and I kept referring to Mexico as Central America. Because I said something. Thank God. Yeah. So she uh, was just like, no, like Mexico. And uh, I said something about America. And I just meant Americas, right? The I Americas, Because yeah. I, I was talking about food. I remember we was talking about how potatoes, tomatoes, peppers. And I said, these are all mm. from the Americas. And she said, Mexico. And I looked at her and said, oh, Central America. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I'm, pedan- oh. I'm a pedant dick. So the point you're making? Um, what was I going to say? If I only knew what. So, it's interesting that, like, the donkey what? lady, there's actual location that's... There's real donkeys, there's real ladies, there's, there's actual There's an actual bridge. We could make it happen. No, like, if they were ever get rid of the bridge, because, I mean, like I said earlier, like San Antonio's expanding. If they ever get rid of the bridge, do you think that the legend will go away? Because I, I this is one that I don't hear a lot of people no. talking about. Yeah, I've never heard of a lot of people talking about it. But if you bring it up, people know it. Yeah. It's in the mind. That's what I'm it's saying. I didn't know there was a local bridge for it. It's the same way with the lady in white. That's all throughout every society, which is scary as heck. They say it happened on this road, but you know which road it really happened on? The road. So it's the same thing. The Donkey road. Lady Bridge is the bridge that's scary at night. That's all it is. The It's in the mind. It's like, you know, um, a holy place before it's a... Uh, a physical location, you just walk out in nature and be like, this place feels holy, that place feels like the woods, this place feels scary. You know, you could yeah, separate I've them all. It's all about it, yeah. the feeling there. And then you build something on it and do destroy you, it. Do you think it's a possibility that something actually more, like, realis- real, something horrible happened near that location? This is South Texas. People, something horrible happened everywhere. This and, is the world. But, like, the donkey lady story is, like, it just got passed down telephone style. Like, uh, you know, and like that, this is like the new, this is where the variation has come, come yeah. to. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> you were listening to me. Damn you. Something scary happened there, and then a variation of yes happened there. Okay, why don't, why don't we do this? You want to take a quick break, and when we come back, we can call and talk to the donkey lady and hear oh, what she has to say about this. I'd love to hear her opinion on these. We'll be right back. Hello, friends. Roman here. Just want to say really quick thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you've gotten this far in the episode, I'm assuming we haven't bored you to death. Anyway, it takes a lot of time and effort to put this podcast together. And like many creators out there, we have a Patreon page if you'd like to support us. Head on over to patreon.com slash Roman and Rhodes. Roman and Rhodes is spelled R-O-M-A-N-A-N-D-R-O-D-E-Z. And there on our Patreon page, you can join the community and support us. Become a patron just for a couple bucks every month. You ensure that this podcast keeps going. And we got some cool uh, gifts for y'all and some interaction 
every month we're going to be doing a movie of the month. This month, we're reviewing The Joker, and we're going to talk about it and all the controversy. But in future months, if you're a Patreon, you'll be able to vote on what movie you want us to talk about. Anyway, you can also get some behind-the-scenes photos uh, on our Instagram page. If you go over to Instagram.com slash Roman Rhodes, that's just Roman Rhodes, R-O-M-A-N-R-O-D-E-Z. And you can also find some more stuff on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. Just search Roman and Rhodes. You get a lot of other cool content that we, we're trying to put out new stuff every week. Thank you again for listening, and we'll get back to the episode. All right, we're back from our little break. Uh, last year uh, on the internet, there popped up a donkey lady hotline where you could actually call and hear a message from the donkey lady. So I got a hold of that number. Uh, I'm assuming that it still works uh, because this was last year that's going on. So we're going to call it, listen in, see what she has to say. You can go ahead. I will. Dial the number. Do I give out the number? No. I, th- I think we should let people search the number for Ooh. themselves. Hello. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Robert Roman Rhodes. It's ringing. It's a lot of rings. We're supposedly uh, just a message. I don't know how this thing's gonna work. You think it's a real phone line somewhere? Probably. Yeah. It well, like not a not a phone that somebody's gonna pick up. I mean, I think it's. But it sounds like it's like a real landline. Landline sound like this. Yeah. Hey, well, hey, ah. <laughs> My shadow is a separate thing. Maybe we've met before. Call back and hear more than my cuento. Where I dish all the cheese there. <laughs> oh, God. Is that it? I think so. Do I, do I end it or do I just let it sit? Uh, I don't know. I think it's like the end it. of it. Conjunto goddess. I like that. That was creepy. It was pretty good. It was a silly fun. You know what it reminded it me? It was fun, but I, that was I, creepy. It's it like it's like Latina uh, Elvira. Dude, that, yeah, that's a perfect way to explain that to describe that. That was pretty fun. That was fun. I I wish there were more fun things like that. Well, I heard that back because started almost a year ago, uh, that you would get a new message, like if you call there each week or something. Oh, okay. Should we try again next week? You try see. I don't know I if don't that thing's it. still like active or that project, but that that's kind of scary fun, man. I like that. That's exactly what it's about. Scary it, it, fun, man. It wasn't like <coughs> I was expecting something like a uh, a jump scare where they're gonna be like on the donkey like, ah, or something I like that. Kind of got you with the hee haw. Didn't she say hee haw yeah, at the beginning? Yeah, at the that beginning. was fun. 
Do, I do, like do, you got, do you got like shivers going down your spine right now? I do. I'm a you little do? bit. <laughs> I, w- I kept looking in the corner of the room expecting just to see mm-hmm. her standing there. I was getting a visual of a lady recording it like in a recording studio, but in a really good way. Like yeah. a good creepy, the g- right kind of creepy. I was I was very much in the mood for it. Like those uh, late night uh, horror runs that would be hosted by somebody in a Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah, Loved yeah. them. I only ever, though, the closest one I saw that I remember was like, I used to work at a grocery store that had a laundromat. And sometimes when I'd go in, they'd be on the right channel on the right day, and they'd be doing like black and white movies. And oh, they'd have yeah. like somebody dressed up like a ghoul presenting them. Loved it. This is what needs to happen. We need, well, if you're on board, I'm going to pitch you an idea. Donkey I'm, Lady movie. I'm going to catch it. Black and white. Grainy and low budget. Film at the actual Donkey Lady Bridge if we can get permission. I'm sure we no. can get permission. No. I'm down for it. Oh, you're down for it? Maybe. Just not filming at the Donkey Lady Bridge? I don't know. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. I'll try for something. Maybe. Black and white. Yeah. We sh- can shoot day for night. Oh, yeah. yeah. That one's pretty easy to do. A skit. Let's do a skit. We, we can do a skit. I'm talking about a, like a feature length film. We do a road show tour. And go to all the Santicos theaters in San Antonio. I'm sure people would come out and check this movie out. My eyes rolled so hard they crossed. <laughs> it's, it's skit doable. Oh, of course. You, you, yeah, you, so you present fun. me a script with that, sir. Present me a, a script with on the par of at least CB, which is a Roman Rhodes production, soon to be future thing. Thumbs up, affiliation. You know, Mike, production. If you listen to our previous stuff and our other current stuff, you hopefully you can catch all those references. If you didn't, you're going to hear them a lot in the future. Don't <laughs> worry. All right. So any last thoughts Man. about the topic, about the donkey lady? About I like it. I like it because it's it. culturally ours. It's like I'm sure how people feel the same way about the Jersey Devil, admittedly more popular than ours. It's just kind of cool to have this local thing. You know, I know we do have La Llorona, and I heard the movie was really good. That's one I've yet to see. I'd yeah. like to watch that one. If you we can find a showing or when it's playing, let's, let's watch some of that. It should be on VOD or streaming. Yeah, know. man. I'm, I'm down for checking that out. I like it. That's uh, Hey, can we do a little local uh, scary things coming up? Yeah, of course. Because uh, no, we do have other things planned. We do have other things planned. Yes. Including. You said what we have planned. Oh. <laughs> okay. So uh, in next week, uh, Joker's coming out. So we're going to do a kind of pre-review about Joker. We're going to watch a lot of. Uh, older 70s movies that supposedly Joker is based on. To catch, check those out. Some of them that Rhodes here hasn't seen yet. Some that Roman hasn't seen. That I haven't seen. So so then we can get ready because we're getting into October and this is kind of the month that everybody you know gets ready for Halloween. We know what October is. Eh, well, okay, I'm saying. I already got my da- daughter's Halloween costume. We went Halloween costume shopping last week. What'd you get? Uh, Leopard. Cute little leopard. <laughs> That's funny. You know, there's a lot of creepy stuff. I, I always go with the the Wednesday costume from Adam's Family. I told her that, but she doesn't no. know Wednesday. Yet. We're no, gonna no. go see the new animated N- Adam's Family That's movie. Funny. You you missed my you missed my joke entirely. I'm just a serial killer. <laughs> they look just like everyone else. <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That is yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'd be interested though to include with our future things. Yes. We got time if it's amicable. A little bit of uh, cultural lore, maybe Chupacabra, La Llorona. Uh, and maybe because we do have some some uh, interviews coming up. Oh, El Sombro. Da, 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 da. We do have some interviews coming up with some interesting people. We haven't anything locked down yet, so we don't want to spoil anything yet, just in case that doesn't go through for re- the the you know in recent or you know what do you say? I'm uh, losing words here. The most uh, recentest, if it don't happen, bees. Exactly. We'll, we will have these people on for sure, but we just don't know when, so I don't want to spoil anything yet. 
But maybe we can get some people on uh, about these things, about these local talkie talks. We can do uh, Dia los Muertos. We can do uh, get into the what's the haunted hotel in San Antonio? All of them. Oh yeah, must have. They've all had some horrible things happen to them. Maybe we can get some of these people who do the haunted hay rides and all that stuff that take you on tours of the haunted spots of San Antonio. I like to say, El Sombro Saber. So I want to, so. The Shadow Knows. The Shadow Knows. This podcast, we're trying to kind of find little bits and pieces of what. Words out. So many words. What life is the meaning of life. So let me tell you, Rhodes. Let me ask you. Have you found some kind of spice of life in the story of the donkey lady? Yeah, man. Does it make you feel alive? I've learned of one thing, man. Sometimes just a few words be good. Sometimes a lot of words would be bad. By that I mean sometimes a little bit of a flavor, a little bit of fuel can send things exploding off into the nightmares, into the dreams. <coughs> and sometimes you can kill things by saying too many damn words. What about you? Do you get spiced of life? Do you get the knowledge? I think I found a little bit more. Found the cure, found the origin. That one thing can become many. That many things can become one. How brief. I agree with everything you just said. Even though I didn't understand but half of it. Yes, I mean, I think I, I, I as a kid, I never liked the whole scary stuff. Horror stories, listen to like uh, the stories of Kukui, La Yorana. But as an adult, I'm really getting into it. Like you said, because it has cultural relevance to our culture, our part of the Americas. I'm really getting a, 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 you know, getting a lot out of it. And I wouldn't mind going out again to the Donkey Lady Bridge, singing out. Just walking around. Got you, man. You know? For real. Knowing too. that there's really nothing to be afraid of, but. Yeah, there is. There's a the dark, scary part. There could be the, the drug dealers there getting ready for stabbings. Could be crazy homeless folk. And our brain telling us, hey, this guy's more afraid of, like, donkey ladies that scare him off or get stabbed with so a crack pipe. That's one thing, but does it maybe help us reflect on the actual dangers of the real world instead of the fictional dangers? I say uh, you've locked right onto a solid piece Ooh. of the puzzle of the knowledge. Of the meaning of life. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, be worthy to yourselves and tune in next time. Thank you, Joseph, the producer. He's such a lovely guy. He's got beautiful brown eyes and sexy brown thighs. That was a really good one, dude. You're my muse.